Good morning and welcome to the Great Magic Podcast, episode number 371. I hope that Friday is finding you well. If you're just checking this out for the first time, I do a daily podcast here about my artwork that I post over on Instagram and my website, both linked below. Today, we're starting off the weekend with this month's installment of Welcome UFO People. Welcome UFO People is a monthly comic that I've been doing with my friend Rob Christofferson, who is uh, one of the best documenters of these aerial anomalies and the weird critters and uh, beings that inhabit those things, those spaces. And I've been having so much fun kind of reimagining a different case every month with Rob. Uh, if, you, if you haven't listened to Rob and I speak about our process, on any of the podcasts we've done, both mine and a bunch of other ones, then I'll give you a little background because this one was a little bit different. And you, essentially, Rob will write out a script for me, and it's a very bullet pointed, you know, it's perfect. It's this really, it's got to be hard. We talk a lot about how it's hard for Rob to break it down into such a bullet pointed, very brief description of these really. Uh, strange encounters that are hard to even keep to an hour-long episode of Rob's podcast sometimes, but he breaks them down into five panels essentially for me to work with. And usually at the bottom of the document, he leaves the image that is, it's a witness sketch a lot of the times, or just the reference of what the craft or the beings look like. And this is one of the few where I didn't get any kind of uh, visual interpretation of these uh, alien little fellas, and I kind of loved it because all I had was a very brief description from Rob's script to go on as far as the aesthetics of these guys, and I just kind of got to run with it. So yeah, we'll jump right in. This is probably one of the cases I have never heard about without knowing Rob. Obviously, there's a million of those, but doing this project has allowed me to like uh, really start having these things sink in because I can listen to so much of this stuff and what actually sticks around is uh, hit or miss these days and seems like it's missing more than hitting anymore but when I take the time to actually spend a couple weeks which is what it usually takes to uh, create these pages of comics and that that really makes these cases stick in my brain in a different way and makes these anomalous experiences uh, feel a little bit more real to me and a little bit more lived in if that makes sense so yeah I've been really enjoying this project and this month's again one that I'd never heard of it's also a slightly local case uh, taking place in New Jersey not too far from little old Delaware here so yeah I'll jump into describing this month's comic in the first panel we have a car driving down a, a night sky highway and it says January 12th 1975 North Hudson Park North Virgin New Jersey George Obarski cuts through North Hudson Park like he does most nights after closing up the liquor store he owns. And then we go to the second panel where it's an interior shot of George and you can see over top of the car a glowing weird type of round flat bottomed object emitting these bright yellow lights and it says on this night he is startled by a UFO that briefly keeps pace with his car. And in the third panel it's a close up interior shot from behind the driver's seat with a bright UFO landing in front of the car that you can see through the windshield and it says it quickly moves past him and lands in a field adjacent to the car. This next panel is probably my favorite. I talk a lot about how the fourth beat in these things are usually where we get to get that close-up uh, personal interaction with the entities 
that are usually uh, the center of these stories. And this is that panel, and it was so much fun because, again, I didn't really have a visual reference point. I just got to kind of really lean into uh, playing around with some cute little aliens and fun little uh, anomalous beings. So, yeah, this is the kind of uh, big panel, I guess you would say. And it says, like kids coming down a fire escape, 10 short beings emerge from the craft and begin to collect soil samples. With samples collected, they prominently returned to their craft, which immediately took off. And this is a theme that I love that goes through some of these cases that we've done already in the in the eight months we've been doing this. And that's the soil sample collecting, like these collecting of nature and natural materials. And it seems tied to their whole uh, shtick of, you know, coming here with something that's important about the earth and the environment and everything else. And I, I also love that they have little baggies and shovels. I mean, it just seems like such an archaic way of collecting samples but uh, you know i guess if it's a uh, it's not broke don't fix it so yeah these cute little uh, jumpsuited beings with gloved hands and i gave them just really generic kind of round heads with big round eyes but not like not you know scary gray eyes just kind of you know standard black polka dot eyes that you get in cartoons so they're running around collecting samples and then on the last panel it cuts across to a um apartment building across the street with a rear view of Bill Polosky and a smashed window and the bright light hovering up back into the sky and this was a really fun panel for me to draw and uh, it says at the same time across the street at the Stonehenge apartments Bill Polosky looks out into the park to see a blinding light hovering 10 feet in the air before the light disappears he hears a giant boom and the glass of the front door shatters this was one of my favorite weird things like these adjacent little connections and something so physical as like glass shattering from this you know glowing light taking off or however you want to look at it it's just very interesting to me it really kind of highlights this combination of the spiritual and physical in these events in my mind that you know there are these really interesting ways that cases of high strangeness call us to live in paradox and hold two very complex and strange ideas at the same time such as things being material and non-material and that one does not negate the other and i really enjoy that fact about this little weird case that there seems to be this like very high strangeness uh, Oz factor, like otherworldly thing, a very metaphysical thing going on. But there's this very real world physical shattering of this front door and this glass window in it. And that's, well, yeah, I think that's my favorite part about this whole thing. And I also love uh, the last panel is a great example of how I love Rob's writing for what we're doing because he lays it out so well that I get to kind of be a little looser with the imagery and I don't really have to worry about drawing the craft exactly 10 feet off the ground right I can just really try and capture what it might feel like to see a yellow light hovering above the yard ten, or the ground 10 feet while you're 
front door window is shattering in your apartment building lobby. So yeah, this has uh, been a really fun month and thank you for checking these out and, and reading, enjoying. Thank you to everybody who's bought prints. We recently put prints up on the site. You can now buy issues one through seven. They are roughly comic book page size, but a little bit bigger. So almost like golden age comic book page size. And I ship them in a bag and board, just like you would be getting a comic with a bunch of other goodies. So I'll have this one up on the shop later today and we'll be making our first donation to the the Creative Vision Factory in downtown Wilmington at the beginning of next week after everything clears and I'm so excited because this is a uh, charity that Rob let me pick for this round and it really means a lot to me. They give access to creativity as a way to help with um, different types of issues people are going through and they help out a lot of unhoused folks in Wilmington also have access to regular basic needs as well as a sketchbook and pens and markers and just all the things you need to uh, live a creative life so I'm really stoked to donate uh, some of the proceeds from last month's sales to all of that and we'll make an announcement with numbers and keep everybody updated as that goes so Thank you again. Beyond grateful. I'll make one more little plug here at the end for my new issue of Personal Folklore that just dropped over on the shop this week. It is my favorite one I've done yet. I'm really excited. It starts a uh, ongoing comic series called The Goblin Code that features uh, a bunch of new characters that I've been drawing for a while, but I'm finally giving names to, such as our friend Simon the Goblin and our sentient UFO friend Lilith and the Donut Wizard Terrence. So I'm real stoked for y'all to kind of follow along with this. Uh, it's going to be more of a fantasy adventure story that has a lot of weird paranormal and philosophical thoughts going on throughout it but yeah i'm excited to share this one with y'all so if you're interested in that go grab it over on the shop now i again got this professionally printed and have a ton of them so no rush they'll be around for a long time but yeah thank you for all the support it really means the world to me i have a new creative weirdos dropping tomorrow with fred anderson uh it's amazing he, fred has been one of my favorite people to connect to and uh, just such a amazing thinker on these subjects. So I'll have that up on the Patreon in a few for a little early access, and then it'll be in the main feed tomorrow. So look forward to that and just have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>